Small Business Show, episode number 84, for Wednesday, September 14th, 2016. <music> Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show, the show by, for, and about small business owners or anyone crazy enough to think they want to be in this world. We would love to have you. Welcome to the club. We've got jackets here in Durham, <laughs> New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. They're we straight get, jackets. We should get jackets. Yeah, it's yeah. a straight jacket. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that's very funny. Good stuff. It is, it is interesting that... Uh, you know, looking from the outside and you see people learning the business and you think, oh, they're so lucky and this and the other thing. But, you know, and we are. Oh, yeah. We like I said, we lead a charmed life. And I always make the comment, you know, we have lots of flexibility. I don't think you have freedom no. uh, because you're just connected in so many different ways. No, there's and it's no, like there's you, no freedom. You know, no. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way you can. At least at the level, I think the small business level that that most of us operate on, you, you're always, you know, it's just got you, it's got its hooks into you. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I look at know. my father in law, who would be an interesting person to have on the show. Actually, now that I think about it, he runs um, a business that that he he bought he bought a uh, a lawn care business in okay. in Florida. He moved down to Naples. He bought a lawn. This was not his first business. Um, sure, but he he bought this um, after he had sold his first business or two. I guess just one. And, uh, and it had maybe 20 employees when he bought it. He didn't know anything about lawn care other than that people needed it and, you know, recurring revenue. Right. I mean, right. you know, he did his homework and now it has like 300 employees. I mean, he's wow. grown this thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. It's insane. Awesome. Right. Yeah. He's got yeah. the, I mean, people say he's got the Midas touch, but what he has is the touch for a caring about numbers and b caring about his employees and probably not in that order. You know, he, he really takes sure. care of his people, uh, but he also takes care of the numbers and, and obviously that takes care of his people too. But, yeah. um, but it, you know, so with 300 employees, that business darn well better be able to run itself. Right. I, I mean, well, you would, but, I mean, it, I mean, but the, it doesn't. The, yeah. You, you certain aspects, certainly the, the mowing the grass and, well, the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The doing that stuff needs to just happen. Right. Yeah, it's right. a day in and day out. That stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he's, he's, you know, running he's the so business committed. and he is yeah. so engaged in it yeah. on a daily basis. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully he loves it, right? He does. You know, oh, uh, he, absolutely. Yeah. I right. mean, listen, so, it, you know, sitting around as we all do, there's the things that as family members, we vent to each other about, uh, about our various businesses. And in fact, all of the things in our lives, but he loves it uh, like, yeah. like we do. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, you can commiserate with each other about it, but Correct. Uh, you Correct. know, that's, that's just normal stuff. And, and it, it uh, is just normal yeah. stuff. That's right. Yeah. You power through it. So we, we just finished up this interview with, uh, uh, Paul Downs, the author of Boss Life, and we've mentioned the book here a couple times, and uh, we'll link it again in the show. Um, you know, and 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 I I kept thanking him. I probably thanked him, you know, too many times, but I just really uh, his book really struck a chord with me because it was so different than other business books. Oftentimes, you know, these business books are written by people, maybe consultants or other other business owners that have had a lot of success. But in my opinion, you know, they often feel like manuals that are missing pages. And, you know, Paul's book really was uh, a day-to-day 
kind of walkthrough of a year in the life of of his company, good and bad, extremely yeah. transparent, and as well his his personal life to to a certain extent that. Uh, you know, which all of us, our personal lives are wrapped around or wrapped up and tangled up in our, in our businesses. There's just, I don't think there's any way around it. Um, so, so I, I really enjoyed the book and I, I, I loved having him on. He has a really good, uh, he carries himself in a very calming fashion, fashion as he he's, he- as he's describing like really important stuff that I don't think he thinks maybe is, uh, well, I'm sure. I'm sure he thinks he, important. He's but. So he was so matter of fact about yes, things, and, right. and that was very. Um, it, it was it was very refreshing. I mean, even when Correct. like, like when I, yeah. I asked him a question, he said, well, that's a very West Coast way of thinking. <laughs> I love that. I was like, well, dude, but it was great. Like he didn't, he just yeah. didn't care. And, and, and honestly, you know, uh, that's like a very East Coast way of dealing. It's a, that's a very New York way of dealing with people. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to like the, that. I'm just going to call you out on it, but not in a, an aggressive an overly, I mean, I guess that's sure. a little aggressive, but not really, not, right. not in a, a, a mean spirited way or anything like well, I, I'm going to dismiss that because I don't believe in it and I'm not going to let you buy me into it, but I'm going to explain to you why. And yeah, and for I, sure. Yeah. And he was great about it. Um, yeah. And his, his, his speaking style was, I, I, I and I, and I love you, Paul, before this, it was oddly yeah. engaging. It, it, it like, it shouldn't very be calming. It yeah. was very calming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but As he's talking engaging. about very tumultuous and, you know, uh, when you read this book, because y- you just really need to do it, um, y- you'll see and there's many terrifying moments, if you will. Yeah. And, and he's walking you through it in a very, you know, uh, you know, even keeled way that, uh, al- I think maybe that allows you to absorb it, um, better, right? Yeah. Because it's, uh, especially those of us that have been through it where, you know, you're short on cash and, you're struggling, uh, you know, at some point, or you can't give yourself a paycheck at this point, and you're frustrated because your employees think you guys are making tons of money. You know, he, he's he's kind of walks you through those in a very uh, straightforward, matter of fact way that uh, makes it um, may, makes it more approachable. Yeah, which which I which I I really liked. I loved his comment, you know, where he said, you know, he really started the business because he felt he wasn't suited to work for other people. It was such a nice way of saying it. Where, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, my father said the same thing to me. He didn't use those exact words, <laughs> but <laughs> but he, I'm, you know, he said that to me a number of times. You know, what do you who do you think you are? Uh, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. When I was very young, yeah, and I had the uh, uh, audacity to just figure out, oh, I can figure this out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, uh, but you know, that he was coming from a standpoint that you always went to work for someone, e- even if you were going to launch your own business, you always had to go work somewhere else and learn about a business first, Yeah, then, then leave and, and start it. And like in, in my case, I didn't do that. Uh, in Paul's case, it didn't sound like he did it, you know, really. No. Um, and so, you know, you don't, maybe you don't know any better, but like, like we always say, you know, you're kind of, we're, we're patently unemployable. Um, and, uh, and that's you know, in our own heads. Certainly for me, it is. I, me I mean, the people that I worked for in the early days all loved me, but it, it, oh, yeah. it killed me, uh, yeah. you know, because I, because to be a good employee, I had to bite my tongue some of the time. And, and really, as I got older, it got harder and harder to bite my tongue about things when I, you know, when you're young and, and can convince yourself that you're inexperienced and, and you are inexperienced, you can say, oh, well, I have this idea, but 
these people that have been doing it longer, clearly they know better. And, yeah, right, and right, you right. realize at, through it that, no, they don't know better. They just know one way. And yeah. it's not always better. Sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not. And and frankly, as now an older business owner, I'm very sensitive to that. And I always encourage people, tell me if you think you have a better way of doing this. I will listen to you. I may not agree with you and I may pick apart whatever you have. In fact, I will definitely pick apart whatever you have and then sure. go with it anyway. You, you know, because yeah, well, I want to because I want to know what are all the problems with this idea that you have. Great. All right. Well, there's more benefit than risk. So let's do it. But let's pick it apart. And, uh, but, but, you know, I, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think no, there's no, an important I, lesson there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that it doesn't necessarily have to be better, a better idea, but it's different. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a valuable thing to, to get your employees young and old on board with, Hey, you know, we've done it this way for, you know, X number of days, months, years. What if we did it this way? Cause I often find if, you know, like, 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 a lot of small business owners, you get disconnected a bit from some of your folks. And if, when you step in and start having conversations, especially with newer employees, you'll hear that, Oh yeah, well, this is just the way it's done. I don't know why I do it this way, but right. somebody, somebody told me that this is always the way. And so I, I often try to say, well, do, do you have another way? Could you, could you eliminate a step there? You know, cause you got to go A, B, C and D. I mean, can we eliminate C if we change the, whatever, change the software, change the computer, did this, moved this thing, right? It could be something as, you know, I walk out in the warehouse and I'll see guys walking, you know, five feet every single time they have to grab something. And I, I go over and say, well, couldn't we just like redesign this work area so you don't have to walk five feet a hundred times a day? You know, those kinds of little yeah. things. Yeah. They're like, they look at you like, well, I didn't know I could do that. So, you know, empowering people to challenge you, um, I think is, is very important for your, for your employees. Yeah. 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 Creating a, you know, Paul, Paul talked a lot about, uh, what drove him because, you know, as I was reading the book is, you know, it's a span of 2012 that he went through and describes. And I just think, man, this guy's just getting beat up, you know, and I, I really felt for him, but he just kept powering through it. Just like we always do, there's like no alternative. And, you know, his comment, I think, about what kept him going was he loved creating the business and keeping it going and creating uh, an environment and a culture that his employees could enjoy as well. And and fundamentally, that is such a great, great thing because no matter what you do, you sell something, you fix something, you whatever – Whatever if, you do, yeah, yeah. Whatever you do, if if you can, uh, as a small business owner, create that environment where everybody feels safe enough to challenge you, or safe enough to uh, throw out a different idea without feeling, you know, like oh, they're just going to think, you know, I'm stupid or whatever, or I haven't been here long enough. That's one thing that you know people always yeah think about. Well, I haven't been here long enough. I don't know, you know, to ask a question. If you can create that kind of environment, I think it it's a kind of a self-fulfilling thing where it just keeps uh, making it better, you know, making things better, that culture that you want. And, uh, you know, I love that. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it, you know, and, and I also want to talk about the, this kind of pivot that, that Paul made. I mean, the, the reason why he reached out, I think where most of us would be kind of hunkering down, uh, 
you know, when things weren't going good, he reached out to the New York Times, their small business blog, and said, hey, uh, I think my business might be going under. How about I write about that? You know, that is backwards thinking. I mean, I felt a little bit better about it when he said that his initial uh, offer was to do it anonymously. Yes, because because otherwise, yeah, it's this whole it's a good way of thinking. I mean, it obviously it served him very well. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we would never have had a, 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 there would never have been a reason for us to even know about a cabinet maker. Or, sorry, he was a cabinet maker. I guess he's a conference yes. table maker now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we, there's no reason that he would have been on this show had he not done that we, because we simply right. wouldn't have known about you it. wouldn't know. It. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. 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 And, and he, you know. You mentioned the cabinet maker. I mean, that's what he started out. He he started out, you know, making furniture for people and doing things. And, and he describes that in the book and the, and the kind of the backstory. But he quickly realized, hey, we were good at making these very unique and large and expensive, uh, in some cases, um, conference tables for some of the biggest organizations in the world, you know, yeah. and, and even, you know, medium-sized business as well. Uh, so... That's kind of the direction or that is the direction that he pushed the company because he's like, well, this is something unique. Not everybody does it. And in the book, he describes he just happened. He, he couldn't figure out where all this business was coming from until he started Googling it and looking things up. And he realized that, for again, super transparent. It's not some mystery uh, like he's an SEO guru or something. Right. He's like, I right. had no idea why Google decided in the early, you know, two thousands or whatever it was that if you search for custom conference table, my site should be number one. Right, and that's what started driving his business. You know, and so, take, so take, he's, take he's not an SEO guru; he's an SEO savant. Is what it is. Yeah, there you go. He realized it, and yeah. you know, and and the thing, like, as you know, we all wear so many hats uh, as small business owners, and and in you know, boss life, Paul describes. All these things that I've done, you know, working on advertising, trying to manage your AdWords account. What's wrong? Do if I increase this bid on this keyword, does does this go up? And he yeah. and 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 to his credit, he runs it through and really shares the numbers with you. Okay, I spent an extra six thousand dollars, for example, in AdWords. Did I get extra? You know, this many more calls and that kind of thing. Uh, it was fascinating and extremely useful because he attached those uh, real world you know numbers to it instead of just just kind of generalities like oh yeah business got better you know yeah yeah, very, very, yeah. it's great, great. I, yeah. I I I'm I'm uh, I liked it it's good stuff yeah. man yeah 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 I did I did too um, yeah he, and then he, he, um, <laughs> what, what he when he said. Um, he said something interesting. Well, he said, I mean, he said a lot of interesting things. Uh, one of the things was right out of the gate when he said, you know, and we do about three million a year and we're located in Philadelphia. And all that. it's like no one ever says that about their business. And he wasn't bragging. He was just informing so that you yeah. knew where to level set. You know, it's again, very, very. But he said when he when he talked about writing the the book, he said something that was very interesting. He said, I could do this with very little effort on my part, which he followed up with by saying all I had to do was write the book. And th- this was, was very interesting to me because when he said I, I could do it with very little effort, I thought, well, you still had to write the book. And then he said, all I had to do 
was write the book. And I thought, oh, what a smart guy to just intuitively know that the easy part about writing a book is writing the book, right? Getting it out in front of people, getting it published. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Like that infrastructure was pulling him in or inviting him in, I should say. Yes. And and he took the he he took the invitation, but he knew that for him, he had to do the easiest job. He didn't need to invent a publishing company to yes. to promote the product that he was going to create. And that is, you know, creating a great product is a given in any business venture. You have to do that or at least a, a moderately good product. I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of businesses out there that sell things that aren't great, but they do fine because they have the rest of their infrastructure in place to promote and sell and service and do whatever it is that you need to do. So I thought that one comment, it really, it, like it rung, it, it rung a bell with me. It was like, Ooh, what an interesting thing to say. Yeah, All I it had to do was write the book. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like he wrote the book and then he was pounding the pavement no. trying to get it published. Right. He had gotten some exposure. And, and I would say that, his uh, willingness to talk about the numbers and uh, his success or lack thereof at different parts of his career, uh, you know, like all of us, that's, I think, what propelled his uh, his his success in, in, in the writing field, yeah. because it's very unusual. And I'm always suspect, like, you know, and, and I, I've talked to you about this before, there's, there's a lot of websites out there that... Uh, purport to, you know, want to help small businesses and want to do different things. But oftentimes, you know, when, when I go to a, uh, and I, and I see sites and they talk in all these huge numbers and we're making this and we're doing these, not only do I, am, do I not believe it in, in many cases, um, I'm not sure that everyone, it's kind of like the weight loss thing or yeah. the, if you buy this course, you're going to be super successful. It usually doesn't happen. The people that make it in, in my experience and eventually key is eventually get to live the charmed life are the ones that put in the effort day in and day out and, and figure out how to get through those tough times where the people that chase these big numbers all the time, and I'm going to be this and we're going to do this more often than not are the ones that don't make it. Right. Well, you know, and digging deeper into this thing about the about the book, I anytime someone because I've had people come to me over, you know, the last decade plus whatever it is and say, hey, you know, we'd like to have you write a book that we could publish because, you know, I've got a little bit of name recognition. Sure. And, right. Oh, yeah. I've got some expertise. And 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 so it's like, oh, great. My problem with and I have never taken anyone up on this. Um, and the reason is like you, I get suspect. It's like, well, wait a minute. Um, why, why should I let them publish my book? I should publish my own book. Right? Especially now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. And, and yeah. but then it doesn't happen because I also know uh, that's yeah. a really hard thing to do. So not only do I have to write the book, now I have to, you know, build whatever this publishing empire yeah. is. And I've got, Market it and everything yeah, else. I've got yeah. some yeah. of the pieces of that in my world, but not all of them. And and so it probably would have been smarter for me at some point to just write the stupid book. And if yeah. somebody else can't publish it well, well, then I, you know, wait until that expires and, and you know, take the book and sell it somewhere else. Sure. You know, so it, it it's interesting that he very immediately recognized that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's smart. 
It's smart. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, uh, no. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's definitely on my uh, my list of uh, you know must read you know books for uh, you know and I and I asked Paul one of the things I asked him is, did he think the book was suited for new business owners you know or, or people trying to get into business versus you know long term business owners like us and I kind of have mixed feelings. I do think it, it is very helpful to read about someone going through these experiences to know that you're not alone, you know, when you're struggling and, and those kinds of things. But I guess the, the big optimist in me, that's the cheerleader, that's always trying to, you know, move people forward and help them be successful. Uh, I, I, I worry that somebody's going to read this and go, man, I, I, this is, this is tough. How am, how am I going to get through this? Right. You know? Uh, so, so I, I do have mixed feelings, but I think if it, it to Paul's point, it is extremely helpful to read the book, to know that you're going to struggle, but then to hear Paul's story and say, look, you know, when you have these difficulties, not only, you know, do you have to just power through it and, and keep going for all the reasons that we've talked about here and in last week's interview, but you don't know about other opportunities that are going to come along. And, and we talk about it here all the time saying yes, you know, all the time, uh, and looking for the things and, and, you know, back to where we were discussing here, he's worried thinking, Hey, my business is going to go under. Maybe people would be interested in hearing about that or reading about that. That's, that's unusual thinking. Um, and so, so I, so I guess I, I uh, listening to his take on it, I, I think it would be good for, uh, any business owner or prospective business owner to have this book on their shelf or on their Kindle or their phone or yeah. whatever, to, to, to be able to, to read through and see how, you know, uh, just a straight up real business person, real business owner, as Paul said, you know, not somebody that's, you know, got venture capital, not, not to disrespect those guys. That's a no, whole it's, other, but it's a whole, but it's a different thing. It's, that's it's all a different it is. Thing. It's yep. just a different the, thing. Yeah, yeah, the unsung heroes in in our society, yeah. you know, the, the folks that go to work every day, that start something, that risk it all, that employ most of the people in the country, and and uh, you know just have to power through it. So, I mean, I, I think it's a great example of of uh, learning from somebody that's done that. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. good stuff. Yeah, it's it is. Good. So, uh, definitely want to pick it up, folks. We'll, we'll, you know, we got it linked in the show notes and. Uh, Definitely want to uh, to to get this this one read. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we'd love it uh, if before you read Paul's book, you take. We're going to take some advice that Paul gave us after we finish the show. We'd love it. Love it if you went to iTunes and gave us a review on the show here. We would love to see that. And, yeah, that's and if great. You do that for us. We would we'd be very very appreciative. It uh, it makes a difference because those it reviews really are the things that that help. Uh, iTunes then surface us and more people listen. And then, you know, the conversation gets bigger and bigger as, uh, as it has been, but, but, uh, but, you know, so we, we need you to help us grow this thing, uh, just as much as you need us. So, yeah, the more exposure that we get, we're going to be able to bring on different business people that we otherwise wouldn't have connected with Yep, and it'll, it'll, the dialogue will just keep getting better. And we'd also love to have you on if you're a small business owner at whatever stage of your business, you know, uh, Jump on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash businessshow.co. You know, send us a text, 401-472-4249, or email feedback at businessshow.co. Let us know your story so we can share it with all our listeners. We'd love it. Thanks, folks. We will uh, 
We'll see you next week. In the meantime, keep working on living that charmed life, huh? Take care, everybody. 